Yo, yo, welcome to WTF Coach, where you'll hear real-life examples of me coaching, mentoring, or strategizing with people who are looking to navigate real-life challenges instead of the blah-blah theory actually focusing on where they are in life and how to apply it. And that's what Sensify, which is the name of our company and our community, is all about. Sense means to feel, and Sophie means wisdom. So Sensify is about feeling the wisdom because we've embodied it. Instead of just knowing it in our head, actually putting it into use and feeling the results of a better life. Now let's do this. Hey, Victoria. Hey, how are you? I'm chilling. What's up? So I'm on the train, um, back coming back from my job, and I have this crushing anxiety every day about going to this job where I'm somewhere between completely miserable and sort of happy. And I know that I want to lose my heart eventually, and you know, I have this ambiguous idea of where where that is, what that looks like. But in the meantime, I'm kind of wondering how do I. How do I wake up in the morning and go to this job and still find a sense of like happiness and joy and pleasure in something that I feel sort of miserable about? And in the mean, and as well as not having anybody to talk to about that um, or anybody who can really relate to that, um, what are some like strategies for like just sort of having like, a great life in the meantime when you're on the way to finding? the best version of yourself. Mm, it's such a great question and so many people can relate to it. And I'm thinking back to the point in my life where I would have asked you the same thing. Uh, so a couple things come to mind. One is that you want to have some type of longer term vision that you're inspired by. So even if that's just leaving your job, right? Like that's, that's cool. Uh, for me, when I had that longer term vision of like, okay, I'm going to leave my job six months from now. Um, it gave me something to work towards and I didn't know exactly what I was going to do when I left my job, but I did know maybe I'll do some traveling or reading and, and use my time to grow myself and work on myself. So that was kind of my thing. Um, but you know, I would, I would look to, to unpack what is a larger vision here? And, and not that you need to get it exact or perfect or have the perfect wording for how to describe it. But like, you know, here's how I'd love to be spending my time and, and have that self-awareness and that self-knowledge to, to, to keep that as, okay, here's my compass. Here's my, my guiding place that I'm working towards. So once that's there, Um, The next thing I would look at is, okay, so how much time am I going to give myself in order to, you know, make some significant progress towards this place that I want to go? And um, for me, it was six months. You can choose however long it is for you. And what, what would I need to do in my life in order to best, um, create the conditions for me to be able to do this thing that actually matters to me. So again, I'm going to use my example. I wanted to quit my job, right? So I was like, okay, if I could save a thousand bucks a month, right, that would be pretty damn substantial. And um, how could I do that, right? So I'd have $6,000 saved. Um, and so then I started totally reducing all of my expenses. I sold my car, I canceled my, my uh, cable TV, my home phone, my, I stopped eating out, I 
packed my own lunches for work. Like I could go on and on, right? It wasn't easy for me to start to do that, but because I had that vision and I knew how important it was to me, it, it happened. Um, and so I would look at that. I would look at, okay, well, what, what steps can I put in place to take me towards this vision right now? And then to kind of get to the direct question that you asked, which is, okay, well, what do I do right now about showing up in work? I'm, I'm kind of miserable, but not all the time. And sometimes I'm okay. And, you know, what actually matters uh, to me? And for this part of the question, it's totally up to you, right? So the good thing is, is that you have permission to approach life any way that you want to approach it. And just because society says that what's normal is for you to wake up at 7 o'clock and have your coffee and take your shower and eat your breakfast and go to work, that those don't need to be the rules that you play by, right? Like in New York, I know that they have like dance parties that start at like 6 in the morning before work and you could go dance for an hour uh, before work without alcohol, without drugs, and just get into that crazy-ass mode and then go to work. And just imagine how your day would change if you started out by going to like a dance party at 6 a.m. Now, that probably require you to go to bed, you know, at 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock, which I'm doing every day here in Bali, by the way. I'm, going, I'm in bed at 8 o'clock. Uh, and so, you know, but, but it starts by saying, okay, here's the larger, he, here's something larger that I'm inspired to work towards. Here's uh, the systems and, and steps I can put in place to make this desired outcome somewhat inevitable. And then what can I do right now to put me in the best shape uh, emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, etc., so that I'm enjoying the process and I don't need to feel like, oh, life will suddenly be fixed six months from now or a year from now when I hit that point. The, the strange thing for me when I was going through this process myself was that suddenly work wasn't so bad. Like, because when you don't have that larger vision, there's a sense of hopelessness, right, that you experience. It's like, I don't even know what I'm doing. It just feels like you're on that hamster wheel going and going and going. And when you have that larger vision or something that you're connected to, you're not just fooling yourself, but you're actually taking significant grounded action towards that vision, um, even though you might go to the same exact job and do the same exact thing every single day, that gets better, um, at least in my experience, that got better. Uh, and so for me, you know, I would wake up at at. Uh, I don't know what time I was waking up, 6.15 in the morning, and the first thing I did when I woke up was I watched an episode of Seinfeld because that was my favorite TV show, and it made me laugh. And I'm like, I want to start my day by laughing, and I can control this. I can, I can do that. Like, the first hour of my day is going to set the mood for my day, so how can I create that first hour to be ideal? And I did, and then I would go online, and I would listen to, like, a 10-minute video by a mentor of mine, and then I would go meditate, and then I would actually listen to the video again and take notes on it um, and have my green smoothie. And so even if you're in a job that it feels depleting or it feels like, man, this is, uh, this is not where I want to be, you can still be a creator. You can still be creative with the actions that you choose and the way that you approach it. You really want to utilize the, the principle of momentum 
and build on your small wins. And so it might not feel like a big deal to say, you know what, today I'm going to be asleep by 10 o'clock, and in order to do that, I'm going to need to not do these things, whatever those things are. You probably know really well what those things are for you, and everyone knows what their version of that is for themselves. So I'm not going to do these things. And then, um, and then build that momentum. Do it for a day, and then do it the next day. And <laughs> let me say, the biggest trap that I see people falling into when it comes to this is looking at things in terms of black or white, meaning that they'll, they'll, they'll do this for... Um, one is you need to start with a vision and a, and a purpose for why you're doing it. Because if you're just packing the lunches because you're like, oh, yeah, I heard it's good to save money, you know, that's not going to light a fire under your butt. That's not going to keep you engaged. So it's really, okay, well, why does it make sense to pack lunches? When I pack my lunch, what is the effect of packing it, right? Oh, packing lunch equals no longer needing to be miserable at job. Right? And, and you figure out what those reasons are for you. And, and maybe it doesn't make sense for you to pack your lunch. Like, I don't know. Don't just say that that's the right thing because I did it. Figure out what are the things for you that are really going to support where you want to go. Then, then it starts with you know, the baby steps. Baby steps build momentum. And then um, what will inevitably happen is you'll mess up. Spoiler alert. Sorry to say it, it's going to happen, you're going to mess up. And by mess up, I mean be human and not do it one day or disappoint yourself and let yourself down. And that's normal. That's what happens. But what's dangerous about that situation is that then some people, myself included, will be like, oh, you know what? Ah, I messed up one day. Now it's all messed up. Let me just continue to knock pack my lunches. And they lose all that momentum that they build up just because they missed one day or two days or three days, right? So it's about allowing ourselves to be human, giving ourselves the permission to make mistakes as we do, but then keeping, getting back in the, in the flow of that momentum and keeping up with this. Uh, and, and so how do you create the conditions for that? How do you have accountability partners? How do, you, how do you have someone support you on this journey that you're on who's also on a, a similar journey themselves? You know, I've, I've been working out at the gym, uh, not to pat myself on the back too much here, but I, I think I went to the gym eight out of the last ten days, right? And part of the reason that that's happening is because I've got two accountability partners to go with. One is someone who's staying here in Bali who we decided to go to the gym together every morning, first thing, 6.30 in the morning. And the other is my mom, who's 69 years old, who's visiting me in Bali, and she wants to go to the gym every morning. She's not going to let me miss a day because she doesn't want to miss a day. So because I have these conditions created, there's no room for me to say I don't feel like, like not going to the gym today because two people are counting me on me to be there. It's really got to take something really strong for me to um, let them down because they're, they're counting on me. I hope you enjoyed that session, and if you did, you may enjoy joining us inside of Sensify's Inner Circle, which is where that call came from. You get weekly, that's right, weekly group coaching from me on topics ranging from purpose to love to how to deal with highs and lows to wealth and everything in between. You also get access to an amazing community of soul siblings, as I call us, who are all engaged and deeply committed to supporting each other in creating an extraordinary life. All that for just 25 bucks a month, and you can cancel any time. 
head on over to sensifee.com slash IC. That's S-E-N-S-O-P-H-Y dot com slash IC, like inner circle, in order to sign up. I peace.